I'm wrecking. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Even more. Well, Nick's here, everybody. Let's just get, let's get that out of the way. <laughs> You're listening to Two Cents Radio with Rob Nico and Nick. This is episode 278 for May 12th, 2021. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico losing <laughs> half of his net worth in the course of an hour. Uh, Nick here. How I, are you? Nick, you're here. I had I no am. idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just trying to let you know I was recording. <laughs> I had no idea you were about to click play. Oh, I have the button ready to roll. Uh, <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome kind of to... kind blew my load there. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the bubble bursting of Bitcoin and all cryptos. <laughs> That's what today's show is about. Why would Elon do this to me, guys? I thought we were pals. It, 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 it is odd that, what was it, six weeks ago, Tesla was all in on Bitcoin. Or maybe what it was happened? eight. Or maybe it was eight weeks ago. Maybe it was longer ago than that. Did Lorne Michaels get in his ear? Did someone on the SNL set just be like, "Hey, you know that carbon footprint is yeah a lie." Yeah. So okay, break this down for me a little bit because the only piece of information I have is that he was on SNL, right? Okay. <laughs> right. So so he was on Saturday Night Live. Tie this up for me. Okay, well, he was on Saturday Night Live, and um, many in the crypto world suspected that his appearance would uh, cause Dogecoin to go to the moon. Right. Um, this is what I heard. And and it did not. Long story short, it did not. Nope. Um, in fact, it plummeted 30%. Um, so everyone is a little on edge about uh, the Elon Musk thing these days. And uh, just, what was it? Four hours ago? Not even three hours ago? I think I got the alert within the last 90 minutes, honestly. Um, He tweeted out that Tesla would no longer be accepting Bitcoin as payment because the carbon footprint is uh, too large. And this is... What does that mean? You kicked me right in the pussy! (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? Carbon footprint of an imaginary coin. So, to mine Bitcoin takes an immense amount of processing power and that processing power comes from electricity Mm -hmm. and electricity is generated mostly by coal and natural gas in this country his company is literally making electric batteries that's literally just make a battery for bitcoin mining well that that's his stated goal what what and i mean it doesn't help us in the short term but i guess he is interested in saving the environment and although he, and he said this in the statement, supports crypto and thinks that it is a good idea financially, okay. he wants to, you know, help develop a more, uh, yeah, carbon this, neutral th- cryptocurrency. This is the problem, though, because now that's the storyline. This is going to be the driving force behind all these cryptos. It's bad for the environment. And yes. once that gra- takes hold, it's over. It's really, it's over. You don't want that to be the prevailing storyline here. And, and that's is, what it's it going to be. It is tough that the most influential figure in this entire world is saying that. Yeah. You know, it's this one thing if it was just a just... story on CNBC, which is what it was a couple weeks ago. In fact, my friend for the first time a couple weeks ago sent me an article and essentially the headline was the downside to crypto and it's uh, immense carbon footprint. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like jerk off motion. Yeah. But now it seems like it is taking hold, as you yeah. said. Oh, my God. 
that's the dark side of crypto is that it's not like <laughs> yeah. not the fact that like drug dealers and like child rapists are <laughs> yeah. using it to like cover up their nope. tracks. No, 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 no. No, nope. bad for the ducks. And this is the same guy, mind you, who just launched like a billion metric tons of explosives to shoot a fucking rocket into space <laughs> <laughs> like two weeks ago. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh my god, fucking carbon footprint of Bitcoin. <laughs> Blow me. What a stupid... I mean, it, it, it has a lot of other repercussions as well, because, like, uh, video cards are impossible to find, because everybody's yes. using them to, to mine Bitcoin. Yes. And you can't even... I, I, I didn't even know this until recently. I started really researching it. You can't even mine bitcoin with just a video card you need another piece of soft or another piece of hardware called a a miner uh that's dedicated to processing this that then your video card has to also supplement with it's insane these miners are like two grand and it takes over a year to recoup uh the cost of the the mining device Plus whatever other hardware you need. It's outrageously electrical usage is is way up there. I think the the stat is that um, Bitcoin transactions and mining use on average more energy a year than Google, Facebook and YouTube combined. Yeah. I think that was that was the number. Wow. Um, So, yeah, I mean. And then compare that to like a I don't know, like a car. Right, right. What, is yeah, that? I mean, <laughs> what are we talking here? I mean, to put this in a scale I can fucking understand. To make though. a car or to drive a car? <laughs> <laughs> Either. I don't care. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 just can't, I can't help but think this is not the biggest problem we're facing right now. That we need to be like, uh, I, I'm not even on board with all the crypto shit. You've heard me over the past many weeks yeah. uh, predicting this doom. This, uh, you know, I, I'm and I'm happy to say I'm right, but I don't like be, I don't like the reason I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess we could have seen this coming, though. You know, a guy that is reckless but also cares deeply about the environment has become, like, our messianic figure. And, um, yeah, we we should have seen the fact that he was going to turn on it. And I'm kind of mad at myself. But now's a great opportunity to invest in environmentally friendly crypto. It's not. <laughs> if this, it's going to be interesting the next couple of days what the news cycle takes out of this because again, if if the environment is the 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 main, uh, you know, cause of this, it uh, it's not going to be good for Bitcoin or any crypto and for that matter. Yeah. How about just like currency, credit cards? I don't know. Tell me how much those. <laughs> What's, what's their footprint? What's the carbon but, footprint of credit cards in the but, U.S.? But you don't have for for credit cards and, and and you know money, the U.S. dollar. You don't have thousands of devices running in millions of people's homes to mine and and run this network of. Uh, I, if you were to like drop crypto. in someone from the like 1700s into today and you showed them like a bitcoin mining farm i mean it's it's hard to argue that 
like it is incredibly wasteful. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if you just look at it as objectively as possible, it is a ridiculous exercise mm-hmm. of yeah, like just like people, a whole warehouse filled with computers. Yeah, just running uh, just running machines with fans in them and mm-hmm. just going through that process of getting an imaginary coin. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's digging into the earth for gold except like a million times more wasteful than that. <laughs> um man, yeah. We we seem to be rebounding a little bit. I don't know. We're riding the wave right now, guys. I just bought the dip. And uh, <laughs> this is not a dip. You're, we're not we're, even at the bottom of the dip yet. We're riding the wave of volatility right now. Yeah. Got it, down to about 45 and, and hit a bit of a wall. Then got back up to 48. It looks like we're falling again. It, it's it's the thing that I don't like about crypto uh, is something could happen in the middle of the night while people are asleep and yes. send the, the thing could be worthless when you wake up the next morning. It yes. could be gone. Right. Somebody could just declare that Bitcoin no longer exists and it's gone. That is the one thing you have to like tip your hat to Wall Street for is they go to bed. Right. Yes. I know like the the expression of that movie. Nine to five. Money (laughs) never sleeps. Like I know like that's the cliche and everything. But at four o'clock we're going home and we're having dinner with our family. No, they're not going home to have dinner with their families. They're going home to sniff cocaine off of a hooker's ass. Whatever. (laughs) You gotta respect it. They're unwinding (laughs) at the very least. Yes. No, that's what's so dangerous. I, I would suggest everybody get out of crypto. Wow. First Elon and now Rob. Yep. Is Our it's two over. biggest proponents of crypto <laughs> have betrayed us. Yep. Everyone out. Let's go to the moon. <laughs> everybody went Doge I two weeks that. ago. Man, this is tough, man. This is a tough beat. I'll give you that. Yeah. This is a tough fucking beat. Oh, you fools. <laughs> I, I oh, made dude. some money in Bitcoin. I'm not going to lie. I made some money in Bitcoin and I took it out to pay for a bathroom. <laughs> I have to remodel my bathroom. Here's the thing. I mean, it's going to go back up a bit. I, will it hit the same peaks? I don't know. No. But it'll go up a bit again. I mean, you yeah. think $60,000 or whatever it was, $63,000 is the highest it ever goes. I'm not going to say ever because well, if you look at many years. Yeah. Well, you know how you know how Bitcoin had like that. Uh. You know, multi- multiple years of just no activity. Yeah. Yes. I-, I think we can get back to that. Yeah. We're entering the dark days again. Yes. Uh, I, I think know, it'll man. be. I think it'll be. Right now. I-, I think it'll be a little bit more active than it was during that period. But because you have more I- people invested in it, it at this point. Right. Right. It's just one of those things that like over time it grows. That's just a fact. But I think we're going to hit a hit a lull for a while. I-, I don't even I don't even agree with that, Nick. I think over time it peters out. Right. I think I think we have you hit- think the crypto mania is over. Today. No, I think it's here That's to what stay. You think. it's here to stay. I mean, I think people it's make it too much money, man. I There's think. Be- Billionaires are being created daily with this stuff. I think y- you've you've got the few lucky people who hit the lottery and it fizzles out. It just fucking I peters I out see at it. this point. I don't see it yet. I don't see it yet. Or I, I certainly don't see it um, independent of a broader economic downturn, which, you know, that I think is also coming. I think, like, we're very <laughs> close to just the bottom falling out of the entire I don't US know. I, I also think that just, like, people finally going outside and, like, spending real money. 
Yeah, except even inflation was the highest ever in 12 years this month. Yeah, yeah, uh, lumber is three times yeah. Uh, yeah. as expensive I, I, as it no, was a year ago. I, like, I, yeah. my, my point is, though, like, why they're not sitting at home just, like, fucking looking at the Bitcoin charts. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. People I see are what out. you're saying. They're yeah. doing things. Well, no, because, oh, I see. no, because people are still in lockdown. We have not been given the all clear that we can come oh, out of boy. lockdown yet. Oh, Dude, boy. I love when they were like... <laughs> All right, guys, we have some good news. You can now take your mask off outside. Oh, that is so <laughs> irresponsible. It's like, who's been wearing their masks outside? No, that is so irsponsible, you guys. How can you even begin to think about that? I so mean, irresponsible. I remember in some states they were telling you wear your mask in your own home. Oh my Who god. The fuck Remember was doing quarantine that? from your kids? That was one. Yeah. Oh my god. Put your kids in the other room. Yeah. No. I've heard stories of like early on when it was like still kind of spooky um people were like oh my husband got it so we locked him in the bedroom oh yeah i brought him food i put the plate on the floor and i knocked and i walked away and he grabbed it yeah i didn't see him for two weeks not like you're not breathing the same fucking air (laughs) it's so stupid and you you, i mean like (laughs) if if, if you get covid quarantine for two weeks at home sure but like to that extreme well, you still have, I still see tweets of people like, oh, 14 months in, I'm still in lockdown. The fuck you are. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You're not either a you found an excuse to stay in your house for 14 months or B, you're just putting it out there. Virtue signaling to the rest of the world like, oh, look at me and look, how, look at the, the, the like the how the are you surviving sacrifice I made for for the greater good of humanity. Oh, go fuck yourself. How are go, you eating? Yeah. Like, uh, even if they're you're getting self-sustaining all your... and they're off the grid, potatoes in the backyard. Yeah, yeah they got potatoes that are growing in the like bathtub. Like Matt Damon in The Martian. <laughs> no, they got him in the bathtub. He's just growing it with his own shit. <laughs> yes, I yeah. saw. I saw. It was a. It was a joke headline, but it was like Doctor Fauci now says that if you're fully vaccinated, you can take your mask off while you shower, <laughs> <laughs> or when you're alone in your car. <laughs> yeah. How about those people? Uh, I know, Rob, you probably haven't seen any of them, but out here you just you see, see people, people driving in the car. with their mask uh, on and there's nobody in the car. An empty car. I, I want those masks to fly up into their eyes so that they fucking ram their fucking car into a tree. That's what oh I want. God. We are hot today. Uh, <laughs> I'm just over it. Wait, we're talking about how Bitcoin is not environmentally friendly and you can finally wear your mask outside when you're alone. Yeah. What, I mean, what is this world? We live in fucking loony land. We do. <laughs> it, the it, world is insane right it, now. It, Everybody's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and now now with this pipeline uh, hack... I I saw pictures today of a woman (laughs) filling up a tote, you know, one of those big plastic totes of gas. I was going to tell you, yeah, yeah, the the government put out a statement saying, do not fill plastic bags with gasoline. (laughs) (laughs) CDC recommends. (laughs) Wow. That's good stuff. Yeah. We're, we're fucked on that too, man. Get ready for $6 a gallon gas prices. Yeah. Get ready. They you know, said it's on the east coast. I'm trying to figure out how how far uh, west it reaches. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if like Rob and I might be fine. To be honest with you, you know, here's like, the thing: yeah. we have inflation at an all time high. We have a mm. gas shortage in gas lines. We have an economy that's about ready to burst. But you know what? Thank God our president is nice on Twitter. Oh, Jesus Christ! God, here we go. 
<laughs> I'm over it. Here we go. Let's storm the Capitol, guys. Let's do it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, man. Rob, we said we weren't going to get political. Yeah. yeah. This is something, though, huh, man? I, like, I, I know, I know right. the, the, the pipeline hacking is, is bad. That's bad. Everything. That's bad. I'm not, I'm not sure that really explains the full picture of what's going on here. No, though. it doesn't. You know, here's my other question on this pipeline. So this pipeline, where was it in North Carolina and which yes. state was it? North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. OK, so this pipeline gets hacked by ransomware. They're blaming mm-hmm. it on the Russians. But I, I don't even you know what? I'm not even going to I'm not even going to give credit to anybody because it literally could have been anything. But why? Are you fucking, how do you get ransomware on a computer that's running a pipeline? Like, are you downloading YouTube to MP3 converters on this fucking server that's running a fucking pipeline, a gasoline pipeline? I mean, uh, yeah. what the fuck? I think someone's watching porn. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, look, if there's a computer, like th- this is the rule. If there is a computer, porn has been watched on it. That that's just like Newton's like fourth law of physics, right there. I think you're right. If you see one, porn has been watched on it. I, Any I, device connected to the internet, porn has been watched on it. So yeah, I'm sure some idiot in the break room like logged on and onto like, the server even, that runs the pipeline. Yeah, who even thinks about this though? Like who like you know anybody? Clearly, it's not like I give I, I like I I run multiple servers at my job. None yeah. of them, none of them are getting anything installed on them nor is any of the idiots that I work with touching them. This well, is what as we're we, facing. As we now. know the the a public school computer system in Nebraska is a very hot target. It right. is a very hot target. <laughs> it's like war games. <laughs> no, but it's it's not even that. It's just like why are you letting critical infrastructure be attacked by ra- like it legitimately took somebody to install something that didn't need to be installed to get ransomware on a computer. You know what it comes down to is I th- I think just enough place or more places need critical infrastructure than we have human beings who are smart enough to design critical infrastructure true Mm. that's that's the bottom line i mean we have like all our entire systems hanging on by a fucking thread guys yeah and that's what we're realizing yeah it's society it's just barely there no one fucking thought of this stuff that's the that's the god's honest truth and you keep thinking right 9-11 happened so it's this great awakening we are vulnerable like we're not gonna let something like this happen again and then covid happens and it's like there's no fucking way this could have happened and there may be another disease in 20 years that we still haven't learned the lessons in order to prepare for and that's what we're discovering with this it's like People just don't fucking think about it because the institutions put in charge are so grossly incompetent. That's so, just the truth. So I'm the not, people we're putting in charge don't know what the fuck they're doing. I'm literally not going to say much more than I need to on this story. But I know someone who works on cell phone towers, mm. it, like works on the connectivity to cell phone towers, was telling a story. A story that I heard as they were talking shop to somebody else that when they got on site to work on the cell phone tower, they didn't have the right connectors to connect the fiber optic from what's coming out of the ground to the cell phone tower. Wrong connectors. So what do they do? They strip the connectors off and use duct tape to put them into the socket. And that is to this day how it's still running. 
there is a fiber optic cable somewhere. I have no <laughs> idea where. It could it could literally be anywhere because I don't know where this guy is from. Wow. But it's running with a fiber optic connector or fiber optic cable duct yeah. tape into the connector spot. That's it, man. That's it. Like our ambition as a species is far beyond our competence. Yeah. You know? How the fuck like, are we going to get to Mars? I mean, we'll maybe get there, but it, there's going to be a lot of carnage along the oh, way. A lot of explosions. Yeah. 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 It's just a lot of people are going to die along the way. We'll get there. I mean, yeah. we always get there. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, it's just like catastrophes like this are going to continue happening. It's like the the more that like technology advances, the the less equipped it feels like that we're able to stop it, which you feel like it should be the reverse, but it's not. Every summer I get on a, a kick around the time that the moon landing happened. And I look at the technology that got us to the moon and it's just like, holy shit. Yes. It's literally, it's literally wires woven into a, a, into a board that was the program. I mean, that's what it was. How the hell did we get there? Yeah. People don't realize that. Yeah. Like the iPhone is like way more complex. Yeah. In a craft, in a craft where there are there are parts of the lunar module that are thinner than two sheets of aluminum foil. Mm. If you were in the right spot, you could punch a hole in it with your fist without <laughs> you could sneeze through it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's insane. Yeah. Pop sticks and bubble gum. It's guys. insane. <laughs> Popsicle sticks and bubble gum. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is the world, man. And just get ready and enjoy the ride because yeah. it, it is going down for real. It's know? really, you know, the other thing that's important to like consider is nothing's any worse than it ever has been. In the grand scheme of things, it is better. Yes. Right. right. Maybe. Let, less people are getting killed. Right. More people are living longer. We have more wealth. That's, that's the downfall. People are living longer and less people are getting killed. I Perhaps. think I think that's I think what that's we got to do is when you turn 70, we send you to Mars. Yeah, I think so. Y- yeah. <laughs> and you fend for yourself. Bill yeah. Burr's been talking about this for for a decade. <laughs> Every stand up special. It's like 70 percent of you need to walk into the ocean right yeah. now. And there's no other way around it. These, these idiots filling up totes like these huge totes which this woman after she got it filled up was not going to be able to lift it into the trunk of her car of gas right. it would be too heavy oh god it'd be too heavy for this woman who looks like she lives off of fucking reese's pieces and, and <laughs> milk <laughs> i mean <laughs> reese's pieces and milk yeah huh? it, that's what she looked like she looked like a milky filled reese's pieces bitch <laughs> I may join her. In fairness, I'm about to drive to the gas station right now because I am panicking. You're going to spend your Bitcoin money? I might have to just put it all in gasoline. (laughs) (laughs) Sell, sell, sell. Buy, buy, buy. Sell your Bitcoin. Buy gas. As I'm just shoveling in fucking gas canisters at the local Zenoco. You're like taking your computers apart, dumping all the parts and just filling them with gasoline. Do you guys accept Bitcoin? <laughs> no, because it's worthless. That's so why. you take Doge. <laughs> why? Why can't I invest in inflation? <laughs> yeah. Why can't? Yeah. You, you. Why can't you short the U.S. economy? Yeah. Right. I guess you could. Yeah. Just do the big short, except for the whole economy. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, w- I would like to short. Short what? Everything. Everything. <laughs> I'm just betting on general human despair. <laughs> That's what I'd like to wager on. <laughs> uh, We're over 50k, by the way, guys. We're coming back. Wow. We're coming back. So uh, NBC's not going to air the Golden Globes. Oh boy, what a pivot! Segment so, number two. <laughs> segment number two. I'm no, not even I, sure what I to call really, that first segment. <laughs> Just disaster strikes. Yeah. <laughs> Reese's pieces and milk. That's what that's that it is. <laughs> yeah. Is called. Uh, so it's over for the Golden Globes, right? Like, um, that huh. puts an end to that. I, I mean. To, to the extent that it ever had a leg to stand on. Yeah. You know? Uh, I think it's kind of funny now that Hollywood is reckoning with the fact that the Globes don't matter. Yeah. Uh, which is something I've been saying for a while. Even though I watch it, like... Um, I don't know. It's all, like, topsy-turvy, man. It's like the left is, like, now saying, oh, those Globes, we don't need them. Yeah. And the right is like, oh, why are you guys canceling the Globes for? It's like... <laughs> You know, I, I don't know. Everything's always topsy turvy in situations like this. They um, they're gonna woke themselves out of business, is what they're gonna do. Yeah, I mean, but do you care? No, yeah. no, I think it's great. Yeah, I mean, the Oscars so, are next. I yeah, mean, we I mean, watched probably. the last Oscars ever too with the the ratings. <laughs> you could put a rerun of the fucking Sound of Music on and get higher ratings than what the last Oscars got. Uh, well, not really. Yeah, but you could. Wizard of Oz, that'll pull in some numbers. I mean, like 10 million is abysmal for the Oscars, but yeah. like if you, l- let's say like you just invented an award show. Let's say we put the reality television awards on TV <laughs> for the first time ever. Yeah. We like aired it on, on Fox reality <laughs> and it got 10 million viewers. You would be like through the roof. Um, so yeah, yeah, like still in the also, grand scheme of things, it's a great television. It's also event, not still. an institution that's been going on for ninety-eight years or whatever. Right, 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 right. Um, I, know, I feel like I'm more yeah. interested in the refrigerator aisle at Lowe's than I am in the Golden Globes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, the whole thing with the Globes is that I guess the body is not racially diverse enough. Which oh, okay. is that what it is? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, then the, just why don't you just fix it yeah so the the thing about this group the hollywood foreign press association is that they're a very mysterious body um there's like 60 members as opposed to the oscars which has ten thousand members the the academy of motion picture arts and sciences um but for some reason the globes because they have an entertaining broadcast where all the celebrities get drunk they've positioned themselves as like a major stop on your way to earning an oscar even though it is 60 people who have been known to take bribes. Like, it's just like an open secret that you can just wine and dine these people and go to the Hollywood Foreign Press Association luncheons and shake some hands, kiss some babies, and you'll just win the Golden Globe. And if you win the Golden Globe, you also have a good chance of winning the Oscar, even though it is 60 voters versus 10,000. So, like, that to me because, is, because a, is a big fucking... You get yeah. the buzz, though, from the Globes and all those Oscar voters when they go to vote. Right. Uh, yeah. So like, I've always kind of thought it was fucking stupid. I I'm entertained by them, but like, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not that upset about it. Um, and I know the, the whole woke thing, it just feels like, uh, yeah. All right. We want to increase the racial diversity of a corrupt body. That's just taking bribes and giving shiny trophies to people. Like, I don't know. I feel like there are better efforts we could, uh, put our social justice capital towards. 
awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I guess I just really don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm trying to have an opinion here. I'm trying to think of an opinion to have. <laughs> How about Bill and Melinda Gates? Man, you are just fucking Ted Koppel over here. Checking his segments off. All right, next one. Let's yeah. move on. We're moving Look on. Look at Rob producing the shit out of this show. <laughs> oh, man. Bill and Melinda, what about them? Uh, the They're divorce. Yeah. yeah, that's that's. I heard that. Hey, right, we talked about this in the other show, Rob. Oh, did you? If you yeah, if you listened. Oh, I'm right. just kidding. Sorry, I missed that show. I'm behind. I need to get caught up. Yeah, right. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> start from the first episode. <laughs> so Who's got it better? Who's got it better? Bill and Melinda. So apparently she was concerned about her, his uh, relationship with Epstein. Oh, really? Yeah. No really? Who says that? Melinda. This, there's sources close to Melinda said that her uh, she told her husband she was uncomfortable with Epstein after the couple met him uh, uh, in 2017, 2013. Sorry, uh, but Bill reportedly continued a relationship with Epstein despite her concerns. Mm, Melinda Gates began divorce moves at time Bill's meetings with Epstein were revealed. Yeah. Mm. Wow. This is a Guardian article, so you know it's true. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. I mean, evidently the guy was also like hosting massive like orgy parties, like pool parties where orgies. Bill or Epstein? Yeah. <laughs> Bill. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's the least of Epstein's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah it, it, it's really you know, bizarre what was going on in this marriage. And no prenup. Yeah. yeah we Well, we we talked about on the other show briefly too about how like uh every year Bill Gates would just go on vacation with this other chick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have such mixed feelings about this because you, I think it's pretty blatantly just like cheating, right? I mean, you, <laughs> I think you can be friend I, I, I there's some people who can be friends with their exes. Not everybody. But, yeah, but you don't some, go on an annual like fucking yacht trip to the Bahamas. But how many people do you legitimately know like that though, Rob? Uh, a couple that have it, healthy relationships where they could vacation together by themselves in well, the without Bahamas, inviting their wife, and I mean, you would trust that nothing would go down. Okay, touche. I don't know a single person, not a single one. There it's are, not that they're close. It's that like he explicitly is like, "Hey, I'm going on a weekend vacation every year, and you're not fucking invited, <laughs> and I'm not answering the phone." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it would be one thing if if you know he was friends with her and brought his wife, right? Because you can you can mutually respect and and think you know m maybe he thought that they were intellectually equal to each other, not his wife, but his his ex that he would go. That's what he's claiming. Yeah, yeah I think that's yeah I think that's accurate. Um, I don't know. I I do have mixed feelings about it. I'm I'm kind of on the fence. You mentioned he's like. Hosting, Bill Gates was hosting like orgies and shit, right? Here's maybe I'm thing. misquoting, but that was what well, the it, you know. What? Like. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Billionaires out there host orgies. Yeah, that's a fact, right? Yeah, that's the fucking thing, man. If you get money, you are into freaky shit, and there's no get. ifs ands or buts about it. How do you set that up? Do you set up like a Facebook event or like put out flyers? Like, how do you how do you plan an orgy? I don't understand. <laughs> It's not that I'm interested in doing this, no, but I just I don't think, understand how it happens. I think it's not you, spontaneous. I think you like, just have mutual <laughs> friends 
that are into the same freaky shit as you. And you, just, you know like, what? You, yeah. You got to like send a text, like a mass text, like, hey, guys, orgy tonight. <laughs> like, yes. Bring your butt plug or whatever. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Here's the story. Bill Gates known for womanizing, quote unquote, and naked pool parties. Biographer claims womanizing. Yes. Wow. Uh, yeah, behind the scenes as a straight lace tech mogul, Bill Gates was notorious for throwing naked pool parties with strippers and being a womanizer, even after meeting future wife. So, Melinda. so here's what you do as if I'm Bill Gates, I set up a, a, a party, a dinner party. I hmm. invite my friends and I also hire some strippers to come get yeah. naked by the pool. Uh, those that also get naked and join in are invited next time are now part of the orgy that's going to happen in an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Like I think it's pretty easy to tell which people are into orgies and which aren't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just in general. You know what rule I heard? This is a, my cousin told me this like three weeks ago. <laughs> Apparently people that host orgies will put a pineapple flag upside down, like outside of oh, their home. That's not true. It's true. It's, it's not true. true. 100% fucking true. If you go to the grocery store, I, I don't know if it's, I haven't fact checked it, but if you go to the grocery store and you like get a pineapple and you put the pineapple upside down in your cart, that's like signaling like, hey, like I'm a swinger and I'm into orgies. And Holy you, shit. I'm going to go fucking get a pineapple and put it upside go, down. I wanted to try it. I'm, I almost tried it. I'm fucking doing that. Is it like pineapple upside down cake? Like get cake here. Ooh. Cake being ass. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Is that what it is? I don't get it. Yeah, but pineapples are like, yeah, orgy. Uh, a pineapple is placed on a porch or mailbox by swingers to signify that a swinger party is going on. Yeah. A pineapple is turned. So on, is it like a sock on, on the doorknob? Yeah. yeah. But it's like a come in, not just stay show out. yourself I'm, in, man. We don't care what you got. So what you're telling me is that the two signals, like the green light, red light, is sock and pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> A pineapple is turned upside down when a person is in search of a swinger party. However, originally it was uh, turned upside down in the individual shopping cart. Yeah. Right. Here's a few signs of the swinging lifestyle. Here we go. Here we go. I have a list here. Finally, we're getting to this. It's about time we're getting somewhere today. A man or a woman wearing a red ball cap. MAGA. <laughs> okay, They're so Trump is fucking... definitely a swinger. <laughs> well, we knew that. Uh, right. White landscaping rocks in someone's front yard. That's pretty damn generic. That is pretty damn generic. <laughs> wearing a thumb ring or wearing a toe ring. Again, uh, I, like gangsters wear like thumb rings, right? <laughs> Switching the wedding ring to the right hand. I mean, I could see that. Uh, a yin yang tattoo. <laughs> Garden. This is all very like there must be a lot of misunderstandings then if these are the signs. <laughs> Garden gnomes. I've heard that too. <laughs> I've heard that one too. I have, oh my god! There he is, right there. Travelocity gnome. Oh my god. I'm going to have to inspect my neighborhood after this. I'm going to have to walk around and look at the houses and just try to figure out, like, yeah. I'm going to tell the kids, don't go there on Halloween. Right. <laughs> right. I wonder if it's, like, you need, like, three of these things. You know, like, there could flamingo. be a misunderstanding. It's like a bingo board. There's yeah. a little bingo board. And if right. you spell out bingo. Yeah. A pink flamingo or a metal star on the front of the house. Oh, the metal stars are everywhere. Yeah. You got a lot of swingers in your neighborhood then. 
holy are shit. part of the swinging lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, what that's percentage, just all generic what percentage shit. of people? What percentage of people do you think are swingers? Hundred <laughs> percent. Over under a hundred percent. Well, if they could, if they could, the answer is a hundred percent. You know, what does that mean? If they could, like if they felt like they could get away with it. Oh, you know, I don't know if that's true, but at least a hundred percent of guys, hundred percent of guys, no question yeah. about it. Maybe not women. I think women are the only thing holding this up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> what a thorn in our side. Those oh broads. my gosh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, I'm gonna try the pineapple trick soon. Oh I'll, my I'll god! I'll report back to you. I'll you're just doing like your, doing your Instacart. Just. I'll just I'll just spend two hours just circling the grocery store with an upside down pineapple. <laughs> you should just like walk around the grocery store with the upside down pineapple and just make really strong eye contact with people. Right. Yeah. And then just, just like occasionally be like, "Do you have a yin yang tattoo?" Um. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Do you like my thumb ring? <laughs> Notice anything about my garden gnome? <laughs> uh, wow. So apparently Bill Gates said to some of his golf buddies that uh, he was in a loveless marriage. Yeah. Uh, no shit, dude. You yeah. have $150 billion. Yeah. That's why, you know, I love Warren Buffett. I respect the hell out of Warren Buffett. I don't buy his whole act. I don't buy this. I'm just living in Omaha in the same fucking no. house. And, you know, like there are definitely there there are sex slaves in the basement. of that He's place. fucking the housekeeper for sure. Come on. Like nobody at that level has that few demons in their closet. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Have you heard his sort of philosophy on his money? What is it? He doesn't seem to care about wealth he literally looks at it as a high score like a video game right he literally just wants to have the most money mm. which is like you can't be a good person I mean, no. if that's your goal you can't be a no. good person well it's kind of noble and psychotic it's like oh he doesn't care about money great he just well, wants also to have means, all like, of yours it also means that if he saw a starving person in the street it's like well it would hurt my high score Yep. <laughs> I can't help him. Yeah, I don't get his thing, man. Like I get like he's like the normal billionaire and like you could just like hang out with him in jeans and everything and I don't buy it. Like he definitely has other houses, right? That's not like his only house. He has to. He has to. Or he just goes on a lot of vacations. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like he's there like 5 days a year for a photo op. I you know someone will come and visit. I don't understand how you get to be the age of Bill and Melinda. I, I think Melinda's probably a lot younger than Bill is, but what Bill's in his 60s, right? A little older than that, no? Okay. In his 70s. And, and they say that we, can no, we no longer believe we can grow 65, together. 65, I'm sorry. We no longer believe we can grow together as a couple in the next phase of our lives. What the fuck do you mean? You've been together this long? In the right. dying phase. Yeah, you're, in, you're, you're moving on to the grave. Just yeah. stick together at this point. That that was my first thought was like, at this age, you're getting divorced. Yeah. But apparently they both must feel pretty spry and, you know, up to or down to orgy or whatever. <sighs> they can get whoever they want, though, Rob. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah. 
you know, there's a difference between your grandparents settling at 70. Like that, you know, Melinda that's why Gates could still land a Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah, you know especially I mean? with the amount of money she's going to take from this son of a bitch. <laughs> you fucking moron for not having a pre night. You deserve I, I, to lose half your shit. I mean, at least she's involved in like the the the, the philanthropy. Right. Like, Bezos's wife yeah. was, you know, she's actually quite involved. Melinda Gates. Right. Like, and no, she's no, no. not she's not just like, you know, yeah. just some some bimbo or something. She's pretty intelligent. Yeah, yeah I yeah, totally yeah. agree. Totally agree. But as Bill, you're Bill fucking Gates. You're married in 94. You're already worth a billion dollars. And you go, ma. <laughs> let her go. Let's 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 let let's bet fifty percent. Just fine print. Yeah, just the fine print. Yeah, yeah. He deserves to lose half his shit. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty nuts, man. It's pretty nuts how how the other side lives. You know, that's yeah. why I just stay poor, man. Honestly, yeah. Stay well, fucking poor. You're stay on the right team. You're working on it, aren't you, Nico? I am. I'm. And by the way, it's going swimmingly. <laughs> 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 Now we're we're climbing back up. We're over fifty. Looks like we're leveling off around fifty. Yeah, gonna invest in toothpicks next. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, Ethereum looks like we're gonna get back to four thousand. So Elon tried his damnedest, but uh, we are stronger as as one. Oh my god, crypto army. Uh, so guys, I've been going to therapy. Oh, whoa! You just dropped a bomb. Segment number three. <laughs> what kind of therapy? Uh, therapy for my psyche. Because uh, I'm I'm trying to get to the bottom of this eating thing. Yeah. I decided oh, that, that I was going to do it. Yeah. I wasn't sure which psyche. So who who touched you? Who are we dis- who are we discovering touched you as a little boy? Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Just shoving French fries up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> haven't figured it out yet no uh but uh yeah it's uh it has been something else yeah let me fucking tell you i've only had two sessions and uh they have been they've been a lot mm. they have been a lot because I, I, I am like learning shit about like where this comes from um and how those personality flaws, you know, maybe influenced this disorder um, in, in ways that I never even imagined. I'm learning that I am very good at compartmentalizing, like ridiculously good. And my fucking therapist just broke down those fucking walls today nice. and like exposed me for the fucking fraud I was like, it was great. Like she did it in like two minutes just being like, yeah, you are really good at coping, but you have serious fucking issues and you've tricked yourself into thinking that this is just one issue that you can just shove in a box and forget about. And it turns out, no, like the whole wiring is off. Like the whole thing is infected and you need to start at literally the the barest root. Um, and it, it, blew my, it blew my fucking mind, guys. It's seriously like it has been like one of the craziest things I've gone through in the last two weeks. I, I, I hear a lot of fucking hot air in that sentence, to be right down honest with you. Okay, a, do you want me to do you want me to elaborate? Uh, yes, I do, because I hear a bunch of bullshit right okay, there. Well, I, I will elaborate. Um, So turns out my disorder is a subsection of OCD. It okay. is just OCD. Um, and it has presented itself in a, in a different uh, way, but it's, it's OCD. 
And um, she's like, yeah, it's all OCD is all about control. It's just, it's just control. It is your fear of not having control over your own life. So you are lashing out at the world and you are saying, I'm going to control this one particular thing because you feel like you don't have control anywhere else. And I will tell you what, I'm just thinking about it. And I'm like looking at the way that I dominate conversations, the way that I dominate decision making, the way that I dominate plans, the way that I don't let anybody do any of my work for me because I'm an obsessive like perfectionist that doesn't trust anybody to do the job as well as I can. Nick knows this. He's seen this in a lot of other contexts. <laughs> and it, like the way that I have to edit this podcast every week, I don't trust anybody else to do it. Like just little tiny things. I'm saying, oh, yeah, this is like. When I was a kid, I thought that I didn't have enough control over my life. So I decided that this was the thing I was going to control. And it connects to my like inability to say no to anyone and um, my, you know, just like obsessive need to just help, 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 help um, and feel like and just get taken advantage of all the time. Wow. Um, and it's if it, 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 today I went through this all today. I was fucking crying. I was literally crying today because uh, it was like it. it Finally, there was someone on the other end of the call. And this is why, like, I would recommend doing this if you're, like, dealing with stuff that has no agenda other than to just show you yourself. Um, Because everybody you talk to has an agenda. Every sure. friend is, like, supportive as you think they are, as, like, helpful as they try to be. Like, they're your friend and they have some sort of agenda. They don't want to hurt your feelings. Maybe they want to hurt your feelings too much. Maybe they have their own ulterior motive. Like this, you know, you if when you're in a therapy session, it's just I am talking at someone who is just going to reflect back exactly the way things are. Uh, and it ain't fun, man. I'm telling you, the stuff that the way things are turns out is not that great. So I um, have the exact opposite of you. I, right. I don't give a fuck about anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've learned something about myself today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, like I mean, that's like totally my thing. I care about everybody way too much. And I get too attached and I have a hard time with boundaries and I have a hard time saying no. Uh, I get too close to people. I say yes to everything. And then I resent them for asking me to do all this stuff that I willingly did. Um, and uh, because I resent it so much and I feel like I am just like so out of control that I, I lash out and I and I try to control other things. And I dominate conversations. It's why I die. Like it just... It just hit me right there. Oh, that's why I don't let anybody get a word in edgewise. That's why, like, whenever I talk to someone for the first time, it feels like I'm interrogating them because, like, I just have to be in the driver's seat. And if I'm not in the driver's seat, like, I freak out. So the long and short of it, that's why I don't eat pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just... <laughs> <laughs> we can't do that no <laughs> literally just two days ago i was telling nico um yeah. he like asked me for help for putting content on like youtube right oh, for the podcast yeah. and everything and then i said yeah you need to delegate these things you need to like tell people what you need and he's yeah. like he basically was just like no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's like no i can't delegate can't do that he's like i want your help but i can't tell you with what I can't tell you how to help. <laughs> Basically, I'm just crying out SOS. Somebody please help me because I feel overwhelmed. That's really what it came to. Yeah. 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 That's well, good. But the videos I'm, are good, man. The videos I, are good. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're getting talking to somebody. 
Yeah, it's been, you know, I put it off for a long time. Um, you know, she essentially said to me, because my, my family kind of has a history of depression. She said that whether or not you know it, um, this condition is like a form of depression. What the, the new psychological studies um, seem to suggest that OCD is linked to a lack of serotonin in the brain. And so, it, um, and of course, that's what antidepressants treat. And so that's why they've been treating OCD lately with antidepressants. Um, so again, I, I, I'm, I'm thrilled that you're talking to somebody. It's, it's great. I don't understand how this is going to get you over the physical retching that you go through when you try right. new foods. Right. Well, I, I don't know how, yes. I don't know how that gap is going to be bridged. Awareness yeah, I, is half the battle, though. It is. It's, no, 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 it's no, you're 100% right. Yeah. You're 100% yeah. right. Yeah, it's a lot of it. I mean, it, some of it could just be a chemical thing. And what I told her is I'm like, you know, and I was honest with her, I've never been depressed. I, I, I'm not like that. I'm, yeah. That's not me. I'm, I don't. And that's just like my general disposition. It's like nothing, you know, particularly noble or unnoble. It's just like this is the way that I was born. I tend to look on the brighter side of life most often. Like I'm, I'm just generally like a joyful person. Um, and she's like, yeah, because you're like really good at compartmentalizing. Like you're just really excellent at just burying shit just, you know, through the years and you've just taken on everybody's burdens and you've buried and you've buried and you've buried and you've gotten really good at like segmenting off certain portions of your life and like, you know, allowed them to exist in their own box. But meanwhile, that shit's been sitting in that box and it's been festering by itself and it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And although it's not affecting other stuff in your life, it is affecting that one particular aspect of it. And it is all connected. Um, agreed. I mean, so agreed. It, yeah. So, so it might be a chemical thing. I mean, it could just be as simple as I need medication. I mean, that could literally oh, be wow. it. I don't disagree there either. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it could just be, you I know, recommend ricin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend methamphetamine. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. It's, uh, so it might be that, you know, it might be finding like coping mechanisms to just be like, it's okay to let go. Like number one, saying no to things and like gaining more control of your life in the healthy areas and number two, like just learning how to be okay with letting go of that control, uh-huh. um, which is like an abstract fucking thought. And it's yeah. like, how do you start with, I even, I, I literally said this to the doc, to the therapist today. I'm like, uh, so yeah, how do you fix it? <laughs> <laughs> like she listed the whole problem to me. I'm like, yeah. 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 I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. What now? So how do you fix it? Yeah. And she goes, there's your control again. Yeah. Like you're now you're trying to control the future. Yeah. Like you're literally like, you know, you're trying to rather than just dealing with the now it's, you know, the thing is, it's not something to be fixed. It's something to learn to live. Here's the, the thing about uh, there. I, I, I do feel like I am in a position to actually talk about this. Mm-hmm. I'm not just spewing out my ass here. You went I, through the ringer when you were young. Yeah, I was uh, depressed to the point of near suicidal in the fourth grade. Wow. I had extreme depression when I was young. I mm-hmm. went to therapy. I've gone to therapy willingly about three times in my life, three different periods. Mm-hmm. And I also have a perhaps less uh, obstructive and damaging form of OCD. Mm-hmm. You've probably seen over the years me tapping my fingers. Mm-hmm. You have probably see it on the show quite often. I just do this. I tap my fingers in little patterns. Mm-hmm. It's a thing I've always done. I can't get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
one thing that I had to do at one point was actually I would go to restaurants and I would not like know what I'm going to eat. Like I would Mm. pick something at random Mm. and just be okay with it. Mm. Like that type of thing. It's, it's finding ways to actively let go of control and embrace the chaos Mm. might, might be helpful in ways that you're comfortable doing that. I don't know what that might be. I think that again, that's very good advice. I, I just don't see how working on this gets over the physical reaction that I know Nico goes through when he tries new food. Well, well it's, it's, it's not that I would necessarily uh, not go through the reaction. I, I may, but the ability to deal with that when we get there. Yeah. That, that's the thing. What I was going to say, too, is this yeah. is the big thing about um, a lot of uh, therapy or issues, mental issues, I guess. It's not about necessarily solving them. It's about learning to live with them. Gotcha. That's really and I think a lot of people approach these issues that they have the wrong way. They approach mm-hmm. it with, I want to fix this. And that's not yeah, necessarily no, yeah, just, just just give me the pill and then I'll walk out of here and I'm done. And that's yeah. what I that's what I said to the therapist today, and she kind of admonished me for it. It's like that's not how it works, dude. Um and yeah, that like I, I just have a hard time with that. Because again, like I I compartmentalize. Like it's just that is the problem. And when I attack a problem, I attack it on its own, and then it's done. Yeah. And it's just on to the next thing. Um, What I can say is I have over the years, it's not that I don't have issues. I have developed very good coping skills. Yes. That is over the years. And I I had a rough time when I was real young, but it was, I was better for it later. That's, that's probably what you're going to have to figure out. I'm glad this is helping though. You feel like it's helping so far? Tremendously. Like, and I like, you know. I like to talk about myself more than most people. So, <laughs> you know, so like I, I understand like if somebody went to two therapy sessions, maybe they wouldn't get the same sort of uh, value out of it that I do just because like I'm, I'm pretty open. Like I'm literally on a podcast now talking to 2000 people and just like, yeah, so this is what I talked about in therapy today. <laughs> this is what made me ball my eyes out yep. in a private <laughs> session that is like supposed to be confidential. I think you record the next one and let's play it on the sh- air and then make yeah, fun- exactly. uh, let's make you fun of it. Bring your therapist on the show <laughs> to rip you let's, apart. Let's do a yeah. live therapy session on the show. That would so be like, fun. So like I'm just I'm just like a po- impossible to shame, so it's like that, you know, uh, so you know, maybe it's just my own personality. So, and I like actually I have enjoyed it um a lot of it. Um, I don't know if I'll be saying the same thing when we get to the real stuff, though, because we're just sort of scratching the surface now. Okay. Um, well, you're you're going willingly breakthroughs. Yeah. 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 That's that's the important thing. If you're going willingly, you'll find something worthwhile. Yeah. If you're not, you won't. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so funny. I told a story today uh, from the fourth. No, not the fourth grade when I was age four in preschool Mm. that I had still remembered about my eating stuff. Mm. Uh, and it was like, uh, I went to preschool. It was my birthday. And it when it's your birthday, your parent is supposed to bring in like a treat for everybody in class to eat. Mm-hmm. My mom ended up making little sandwiches for everybody, bite-sized sandwiches. And I remember clear as day, four years old, telling my mom the night before, make sure you make one less than the amount of kids in class. So everybody gets one, and then I'm stuck without one. Like I told her that was going to be the whole scheme. Oh, what a little fucking martyr you are. This that, that's <laughs> that, I told her that and she and she did. She made one less uh, and I brought it in the next day. Somehow there was still enough for everybody. Maybe one kid didn't show up 
They forced me to eat one. I took a little tiny bite. I immediately spit it out and started crying. And I remember, and my therapist was like, holy shit, the problem solving skills that you were using at age four, like that's how deeply entrenched this problem was, is that at age four, you were thinking up schemes to deal with it. And it's like, if only I had spent that on like more worthwhile pursuits at the age of four. And your mother was supporting it. Let's let's not forget that. That's true. And that's true. And my mother was supporting it. hundred percent, hundred percent. And like, and I never even thought about it that way. It's like, first of all, that I still had that memory from age four. It's still like burned in there. And then she like, she like, like turned it around on me. She was like, you know, like four year olds don't do this. Yeah. Like four, like four year olds just scream. No, like they don't like think up elaborate schemes to avoid their trauma. So that's literally what I've been doing. I've been putting all this brain power for 20 years into like covering up these blemishes. What are you, what are you guys is I and I know we've talked about this on one show or another. What is your earliest memory? Because I have one that freaks me out constantly. I think we've talked about this before. I know we've remind, talked about Remind this. me what it is. I remember being a baby and my sister holding me and like making cuckoo noises and I smiled and I remember my sister going, oh my God, mom, he smiled at me. And my mom peeks around the corner from the kitchen and goes, oh, that's so cute. As my sister's sitting in the recliner, I'm a fucking baby. And it was I probably your first this. smile. It probably was yeah. like. I was less than two years old. Wow. That is, I mean, at least it's like a very joyful memory. It is a very joyful memory. Not like I remember my sister, like throwing me in the fireplace. Right. (laughs) Well, my sister did leave a door open and I fell down the stairs in my walker, but (laughs) (laughs) I was a little bit older, but that memory of me being a baby and, and, and I remember seeing things. It freaks me out. Yeah, that's crazy. That's nuts. I have yeah. a friend who um, has a really strangely incredible memory. Yeah. He remembers so much. Like, he remembers his first year of life. Wow. Is he one of those people that has the, like, they can remember what, you know, March 13th was a Tuesday? Yeah. Like, Mary I don't Lou think Henner? quite that level, but, um, <laughs> although I have, definitely ta- fraud. <laughs> I have definitely talked to him and he's been like, I'm pretty sure, he, and he's just been like, yeah, that was a Friday. Something like that. Like, yeah. weird, like something from like six years ago. Yeah. yeah there are like, people that are able to like see things when they, when they envision a memory, they're actually seeing it in the yeah. first person. He has a wicked good memory, but it goes back to like early childhood and yeah. he remembers shit that like you shouldn't remember yeah it's kind of crazy uh my my earliest memory i don't think we've just i don't think i was on the show when we discussed this um but it's nothing special my parents were young parents like they were still in college when they had my older sister oh wow Mm -hmm. so they were they were always the young parents they were the first ones of their friend group to like get a house get married kind of thing so they hosted all the parties so i remember when i was three years old and it was a party of probably all Probably my age now, 25, maybe between 25 and 30 years old. Just like a ton of people there drinking. I was three years old riding my tricycle in the kitchen around the island uh-huh. in the center Shining. of the kitchen. Yeah. Just like riding it. And, so, and there are people standing everywhere, like holding drinks and like talking and chatting. And, and I'm just riding just my tricycle. And Rugrats level. Yeah. You're looking up to them. Right. And, you just, right. Uh, yeah. and the kitchen, it's the same kitchen my parents have now, but they remodeled the entire house. Mm-hmm. By the way, that was the second time I had to go to therapy. It was when they were remodeling the whole house, and I couldn't cope with that. Yeah. Wow. 
because it was the only house I had ever lived in. Wow. Um, but uh, yeah, it, they had this black and white sort of like checkered. Fl- it wasn't actually checkered. Most of the tiles were white and then there were just occasionally a black one speckled in. But it was like this sort of tile you floor. That. You remember yeah. all those details? Yep. I remember being in the in the back of my grandparents' car. That's the oldest memory Oof. I have. I remember where I was. I remember the like exact what, street. How old were you? Uh, I mean, I was probably in a high chair or in yeah. one of those car seats. Probably two or three. Yeah. Yeah, probably two or three. But I, I, I remember the street. It's right down the street from me. I know where the street is because wow. my grandparents are in the same home. Um. Yeah, and, and every time I drive by there, I'd like, yeah, this is the oldest memory I think I remember. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I absolutely have memories of me being in diapers. I have, I have memories of being three, four years old. I mean, I have so many memories of being young that I just don't think yeah. a lot of people have. It's crazy how memory works, too. Yeah, it's it's crazy how you will go ten years without thinking about something. Yeah. And then something will trigger it, and yep. you'll just yes. remember it out of nowhere. Yeah. Something that you haven't thought about forever. Isn't that and the wildest like the, thing? The that just older sits you there get, idle. Yeah. The older you get, the weirder it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what I've noticed too. Like you, ju- you just assume that you know the stuff that you're thinking about on a daily basis is the stuff that's in there. You just think like the hard drive is full. If you can't see yep. it now, it's you know. Yep. But it, it is amazing how like you know someone will tell a story about the beach. And then, oh, my God, I didn't think about, I haven't thought about that one day in I remember when years. that crab bit me on my penis. <laughs> yeah. But if I asked you to recall every memory that you'd ever have, like write yeah. them down, you've, you wouldn't be able to do it. No. It's just, it's crazy how you need those triggers, like the Manchurian candidate, you know? <laughs> no, that baby memory freaks me out, though. That is nuts. I was it seems like baby. a nice memory, though. It, That's is, why it I- is a very nice memory. It's not, it's not that. It's that I still see and visualize being a baby mm. that freaks me Do you me visualize out. yourself as a baby or first person? We've talked about this a bunch of times too. First, like first, like I see what I would have seen as a baby. Okay. That's first person, right? Yes. Third person's seeing it from the outside. Yeah. Yeah. First person. Okay. All my memories are first person. Yeah. We've talked about this. Yeah. I yeah. actually remember mine both ways. Really? Like in a video game and like you switch yeah. halfway through. Like I can picture it. <laughs> yeah. No, all my memories are first person. And Although I'm, I know for I'm a fact the third, third person one is fake. Like my brain made that up. Yeah. Right. 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 But, well, I mean, that's but that is also the thing about memories. And that's why um, like the people with that extreme. I, I forget what the condition is called, but that extreme memory and retention. They are actually remembering the thing as opposed to what we do we remember memories right like we invent the story in our head and then we recall that and that's why over time like the brian williams thing happens right where it's like yeah. he was you know he thought he was in the helicopter getting shot down turns out he was like not even in the country yeah that's yeah. a lie that's not a false memory that's a lie i think it's actually a false memory no that's a, a lie that is a hundred percent a lie <laughs> You know what, though? I, I also feel like if you're like a big, important news person who's been in the forefront of so many stories, like I could see how you could almost blur the lines. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. I you do know. that with everything. Like th- there are so many stories I tell over the years that get exaggerated. And sometimes like I'll get called out and I won't even realize that I'm exaggerating it. Like it'll it'll just seem truthful in my own head. But it's mm-hmm. like I've rewritten it so many times. Yeah. You know. Wild. Wild. 
Wild, wild. Brains, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's going on in my head these days, yeah, guys. That's awesome. I'm happy for you, though. That's great. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I, I'll, I'll report back. You'll find Welcome some success. Crazy. You'll find some success. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Um, there's a lot like going on in my life right now, but it's kind of good. It feels like everything's sort of falling into place at once. Yeah. Um, although I haven't been sleeping because this fucking guy has been hammering into our house for the last three days. <laughs> a guy? Fucking. Yeah, he's doing work on our house. Oh, like, I see. At um, night. No, in the morning. Okay. Oh, well, I'm a lunatic. I oh, stay, so I stay up till three in the morning. So, well, then I mean, that's fucking right. take a goddamn nap. <laughs> I just wake up. I love up. the idea that like, yeah, just like every night, 9 p.m. to 3 a.m., this yeah. guy just hammers on my house. Yeah. Just a lunatic is hammering at my house. A homeless man is outside hammering at my house, building his own lean-to so he's got protection from the sun during the day. <laughs> No, it, we hired a contractor. But here's the thing: it's a man working a job at normal hours. We hired a contractor, but here's the deal: he's a vampire. He can only work at night. <laughs> we got a really good deal, but uh, <laughs> at the Van Helsing roofing company, right? Yeah, no, it's just the every only morning, thing that I, sucks about uh, our company is our blood. <laughs> I don't know. Bomb. Hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I was. I was about to restart myself. <laughs> you idiot. Be more funny. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I'm just, every fucking morning, this guy. <laughs> and it's just like on my end of the house too, because my room is like he's doing work like on the outside of the house, like next to my window. Nice. <laughs> on a ladder. Nice. Just, Run a fan. The room is shaking. Do like it's I literally do. vibrating because he's drilling into the house. Do what I do. My, my work day consists of two parts. The first part is most of the or all morning and most of the early afternoon. I'm at home working, and then four to seven at night, I go to the gym and I work there. This fucking plumber today was here the entire morning, and he left about five minutes before I had to leave. Nice. He's there all day. Wow. Really nice guy. Really friendly dude. Uh, but so, that, that was the rust stuff? They, I mean, he had to rip up the entire pipe from my bathtub to the outside. Right. You know? So it was a, it was a, it. you said it was a silver galvanized pipe that yeah, had. Yeah, from like this, from 75 years ago yeah. or some shit, you know? And, and so inside there, the, it'll build up with minerals from the yeah, water. Yeah, he showed me. It was like a clogged artery. Yeah. Like. It's, a, it's crazy what those pipes will. Well, and that's the water that you're drinking has gone yeah. through that pipe. <laughs> well, well, I don't think in this case that's true. Okay. Uh, but the water you're showering in. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, that's where it goes out, right? I mean, I that's see. where it leaves. It's I the see. Drain. Okay, it's not the incoming water; it's the outgoing. No, no. But, but your incoming water could be your incoming water pipes could be pretty well built up with minerals and shit. Could be. I don't know. Yeah. I got a, but I got a, a filter, so good. <laughs> so I think we're okay. That'll protect you. It'll protect you like the masks will protect everybody from COVID. Um, right. But <laughs> <laughs> I got my water vaccine, guys. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm safe from water. So they put some PVC pipe in. What did they do yeah. for you? Yeah. Yeah. 
And so everything's draining. All day. He was like, he had to fucking bust open the roof in my garage. Oh my God. So he was just like, it was just drilling and sawing and. So did did he fix that? Did he fix that or do you need to have a contractor come in and fix all of that now? Oh, so here's the thing, right? He didn't tell me until after I signed the agreement based on the prices he presented. Like he showed me the prices. We we took a few options. We thought about it, and I said, "Okay, yes, we'll we'll do this option. I'll pay you today." And then after he rips the hole in my ceiling and everything, um, I I go, "So like you're gonna patch that up, right?" Which maybe I should ask sooner. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, he did say like, "Oh, I'll clean all this up." So in my head, I'm thinking, "Yeah, you'll patch it up. That's what that means." Yeah. Michaela's dad goes, "Make sure he's actually gonna patch it up." So I'm like, "Okay, I'll ask." And he goes, oh, yeah, a separate guy is going to come in later and he'll quote you. Oh, fuck. And I was like, no. <laughs> I just told the guy, I'm like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm pretty peeved that you didn't fucking tell me until uh, yeah. after. Yeah. And, and so, that's what makes me wonder, like, how much of this is legit, like it needs to be fixed. And how no, he showed me the pipes. OK. I looked inside. They were disgusting. They yeah. were like. <laughs> well, but, and- but because he didn't tell me, he the company's covering it. They're covering oh. the contractor. Oh, oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. So like, you know, so, so I don't have to worry about that. I paid what I paid and they're probably taking whatever that contractor cost is coming out of their profit for this job. Yeah. Mm. Um, but they were really nice. I mean, honestly, the guy was really good. We thought the problem was one thing and he said, but without even checking, he said, no, that's not your problem. And he was right. Okay. Uh, so honestly, I would have paid it if they just told me, I just didn't, right. they didn't tell me it was, yeah. you know. Right. I might have searched around for another plumber if I knew what the price was going to be, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, See, with my bathroom remodel, I've had to coordinate the plumber and the contractor. Oh, yeah. And and they, luckily, I mean, I, you guys have been here. You know how small of a community it is. Everybody knows everybody, so that's been pretty easy. But I can't mm. imagine it in a bigger, bigger place. You're better yeah. off just finding the contractor and being like, who's your plumber? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the the guy that that worked on our house was very nice and everything, and I'm sure like it was all legit. But like every time like somebody comes for one job and they discover new jobs that need to be done, or else the house is going to collapse. Yeah. Like I'm always a little skeptical. Well, here's the thing: if you get a, a an exterminator to come into your house, you definitely have termites, and your house is about ready to implode on itself. But <laughs> this may be true. That's that's a separate point. <laughs> I know you called me for termites, but we found thermite in your walls. <laughs> thermite paint. It's going to blow up. I've seen this before. And I you found believe this ticking alarm clock with wires attached to your walls. I've been governor, a Navy SEAL, a fighter. You think you know the whole story? Think again. <laughs> You in on uh, Caitlyn Jenner for governor of uh, California, Rob? Oh, my God. Are you in on Caitlyn? I did not know about this, I guess. What? No. What? He's re- I assumed you had seen the Hannity interview. No. I-, I have a question. Don't you think it's fair that California open up its its elections to the whole country? Uh, what do you what? I think that's fair. <laughs> Just let everybody run. Just, it's a big state. Just it's so you're state. saying you're saying that the whole United States should get to pick the governor of California. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Oh, the stakes are high, man. That's true. That's true. I mean, However, I'd, I'd, I'd vote for I'd vote for. 
thankfully, thankfully, they'll figure it out. Give give the left enough time, they'll figure out how California can tax the rest of the nation to to support their their tax and spend uh, bullshit they do out there. But at this point, federal tax, my California tax, (laughs) exactly, exactly. I got I got my own Nebraska state tax. I got California tax to pay. I got federal tax to pay. They'll figure it out. Just give them time. Until that time, I don't think that we have the right to to choose their governor. No, it it will come. No, no, no. It will come. I think every state should open their elections nationwide. Mm. I want to vote for the governor of Hawaii. I don't understand why we even have states at this point. (laughs) I really don't get it. You know, get rid of all of the local positions. Yeah. We're just going to have a president. And a speaker. Exactly. And a Senate leader. Yep. And that's it. That's Just all. those three. Nah. This is designated survivor. Yeah. Real life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Spring. Just at this point, let's just let Chairman G run everything, right? <laughs> just. <laughs> I mean, at this point, we're uh, consolidating, right? Just put Fauci in charge. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Just a fear mongering little troll. <laughs> Actually, G isn't Chairman G anymore, right? I think he like took over a new title. What was Mao? What was Mao's title? Grand Emperor? No, I don't it know. It was something like that. Um, but uh, G just took that title for the first time since Mao. I think Xi Jinping, general secretary, right? No, it's something like way more authoritarian. Um, Premier. Uh, I don't know what he's calling himself now. He adopted a new title. And it's kind of. Can you imagine if like the president of the United States did that? They're just like, yeah, I'm no longer the president. Oh, so it's, okay. So maybe it is chairman. That's the new. Oh, I got fucking ad block here. Uh, yeah, I think it might be might be chairman is the new one, or like grand chairman or something. Oh no, helmsman. That's what it is. Helmsman. 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 Uh, Xi Jinping. That's a more military title, huh? Yeah. Xi Jinping adopts helmsman title last used by Mao in latest sign he is consolidating power. Hmm. So my understanding is like of the factions in China, he has like the military faction under his wing. And so, even though there are, like, internal struggles, he's just, like, got guns on people. (laughs) Right. Right. It's really crazy. So, Caitlyn Jenner is polling at 6% in California? That's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, apparently... Doesn't Caitlyn Jenner hate trans people? Isn't that what I've been hearing lately? Oh, my God. Uh, I think she's not into the sports, the the transgender sports thing. Okay. Okay, yeah. Um... And yeah, so she, um, yeah, well, uh, she also has, she's running as a Republican and Brad Pascal, the, you know, the colorful Trump crony Mm -hmm. is advising her. Um, Mm. But apparently this is really like uh, dinged the recall efforts. Apparently like support for the recall has now gone down because of Caitlyn's candidacy. Wow. So (laughs) so now she's actually doing the opposite of uh, the intended result here. So so she's only got 6% support and the recall is really going to shit poorly. Well, here's the thing. I, I've been from the start. I, I always thought that even if Newsom gets recalled and they have the special election, he's just going to win again. 
Um, Who are they going to put up against him? I don't know. They'll primary him, right? Well, here's the thing. If you ask a random person in California on the street, would you recall the governor? They'd be like, like, sure, I'd be interested in more options. That's like the natural. But then when your options are presented, they picked him last time. Sure. (laughs) Why would they pick him again? That's why I think uh, this might be a hot take, but we need to start preparing for the fact that Cuomo is going to win again. Of course he is. I, yeah. I, I I think that's where this is going. I I know like, you know, I don't he's think that's very a unpopular hot, in his own party. I don't think that's a hot take. I, of course he's going to win again unless somebody uh, comes up against him that is like that would have beat him anyways. You know what yeah, I mean? That, that's just old like, money. Man. He's not going. He's not going to lose because of his scandals. I think that's no. the way I should put They're it. They're not sticking. It's so uh, crazy. I mean, the sexual assault stuff, sexual harassment stuff's kind of sticking. But the nursing home scandal, yeah. not at all. No. Like, you're really not hearing anything about that at all. The um, only way he loses if Hillary comes in. <laughs> I mean, yeah, honestly, it's going to, but but I, I joke, but it's going to take a name of that magnitude mm. to come and in again, to take him he, out. I mean, he would and, only lose if he would have lost anyways. Right. Mm. Right. Like, this there's no, this didn't really move the needle that much, is what you're right. saying. And I yeah, think Newsom's yeah. the same situation. I mean, there's yeah. no re- like even yeah he gets recalled but like yeah you, you can again you ask the random person would you recall them sure but then you ask them the same question okay who would you vote for between him and the other guy eh, I'll vote for him again yeah <laughs> you know they're gonna vote in party line for the most part yeah the, well uh, California's yeah. weird that way I mean they've uh, they've had plenty of Republican governors once upon a time yeah once upon a time yeah <laughs> I mean the I last think, one was Arnold right I think so yeah but I think it can happen again. And Arnold was a result of a recall. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it takes like a special circumstance like yeah. that. But like Arnold would have probably won anyways. You know what I mean? He's a name. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. He's a name. You fucking. You just, <laughs> oh, oh, I got, uh, you know, Mr. Joe Schmo with 20 years of experience in the public sector. Blah, blah, blah. Fucking Terminator. <laughs> of course <laughs> I'm voting for the Terminator. I'm Arnold. <laughs> I'm of course you're voting for the Terminator. I'm just coming and coming and coming. <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> he could have ran for governor of any state and won. Just like, uh, just like Jesse did. Jesse the Body Ventura was governor of Minnesota. Right. Dude. He had to run in Minnesota, though, man. <laughs> it, it had to be Minnesota. He maybe had a tri-state area. Yeah. <laughs> I, let me assure you, Jesse Ventura would not have become governor of Connecticut. Let me assure you of that. I, uh, you don't know that WWE started this home That's is true. there in Connecticut, you, and and you and you want to know something? The wife of Vince McMahon ran for state senator and got her ass kicked. Yeah, that's true. Got her ass kicked here. It was she had TV ads all over the place. Like I helped form WWE, and now you know I'm going to help build back the state. This is an unfortunate reality. I'm going to point out the people don't like business women. No, they do not vote mm, for business women. No. Mm. Sorry for Melinda Gates. It's just true. Players. It's yeah. not. I don't know why exactly. I, and it's it's not to say that women can't pants win suits, pants suits, man. Maybe. Yeah. It's not. It's not to say that women can't win political office, but in particular, business women like that thing doesn't work. Yeah. I, I know yeah. this is going to sound like a shock to you. But I think I think that Hillary I, I think that Hillary would have made a good president. She knows the job. She, she knows, knows how to do the, the job. job. Yes. Yet, yet we we went after the businessman, not the woman who 
had the experience, knows the job, and and you know would have done a good job. I think it's the short hair and the pantsuit. Let me let me ask I think you a question. You're something. Let me you let me ask you a legit question. This is I'm not talking about any candidates in specific. I'm like just keep this as general and philosophical as possible. Do you care about qualifications when it comes to political office, to elected political office? Like, is Qualific- that something that means something to you? Like resume, like like past experience? Yes. No, I do not give a shit. It doesn't mean anything to me either. And I and I, I think I, I that, care about like, that's what the majority you, I care about of people. Your platform. Yeah, what you stand for. I think right. what you believe is more important than what you've done. Now, I'm not sure that's necessarily the right philosophy. Um. But so, it, it doesn't mean much to me. I don't know. So are you saying that Hillary maybe had too much experience? It, I, no, I'm saying her experience or, was not really just, a part of the equation. Well, I, I, I didn't I didn't vote for either Trump or Hillary. Yeah. But, but I, that's a perfect example. Right. Like I I voted more on like my own, you know, you you waste moral ground. Just throw just say Fair you, enough. You, you wasted Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. But like the experience of Hillary and the lack of experience of Trump really didn't move the needle. I just found both of them kind of reprehensible people. Yeah. I mean like though like AOC wouldn't be uh she wouldn't have won by as much as she did if it mattered, right? Yeah. No, I think in general our country doesn't really treat this yeah. like a job interview. Nor do I really think you should treat it as a job interview because it's not really a job. Like it's not yeah. I mean it is a well, job, in, but in it's, this day and it's, age it's larger, too, like right? how much You're voting for a symbol. How much does that experience matter cuz you can hire staff who knows what they're doing? I'm, I'm sure it does. I mean, I'm sure it, well, depending on what your what outcome you want. Like if if you want the system to be disrupted and you want political chaos, then I guess it doesn't matter much. But Follow if, the Trump. Uh, <laughs> I think. I think like if, you're, if you want able. oil prices to go down, then I mean, I, like I don't know. Uh-huh. Like it depends. Like what you're trying to get out of your vote. I think your political acumen and your your resume, so to speak, matters more for like internal party positions. Like who's going to be chairman of what committees, yeah, or who's able to whip up votes? Yeah, right. Like that is where that type of stuff matters. But like just winning elections, I don't think who cares. People yeah. people just want to know what your platform is. Or more realistically and more sadly, what letter you have next to your name? Because right. most people don't know who they're voting for. And and I guess not. What I'm I'm not saying that um, I I am like easily swayed by stump speeches or you know like I just want to be fired up by a cool slogan. Like it definitely goes further than that. I I just think like it's are your values aligned with the candidate? Not necessarily are they good at executing values that are not yours, right? Because it, ultimately, that doesn't do me much good. Like if you, if you are effective at passing legislation that I disagree with, then you're useless to me. At least this year was my first year voting officially. Um, I did right, do like yeah, you were in Japan. Last I was time. in Japan during the 2016 yeah. election, and I tried to get a mail in or a, yeah absentee ballot, mm. and uh, I don't know something. I never got it. <laughs> I don't know sure. what happened in the process, but didn't arrive. Yeah. Um. So this is my first time voting, and I actually spent the time, researched every candidate on my fucking ballot. I voted both parties on yeah. some of them. Yeah. Did Threw you, away my vote in the presidential. Did you <laughs> Did you go to a polling station, or yes. did you have a ballot mailed to you early? No, no, I went to a polling okay. station on, on election day, which is also something that I personally believe in for myself was it a dominion machine (laughs) i don't know i didn't ask uh because i have no problem with uh people getting a ballot like like you 
getting a ballot weeks in advance and being able to research. I think that 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 is a more informed populace. If you have a ballot, I just think you need to take it to a polling place and turn it in that day. Yeah. So my polling place sent me a thing that said, here's your polling location. Here are all of the candidates that will be on your ballot. Oh, that's awesome. And well, there are sites that yeah, there are sites that'll just like break down your ballot. For that's you great. Yeah. That's great. So, so I, I looked at that, researched all of them, made my decisions ahead of time, showed up, voted, left. My my whole thing, and we talked about the voting fraud aspect of this, and I, you know, and I'm I'm not as like convinced that it exists as Rob is. My my larger aversion to the mail-in thing is that the race ends on the what is it the the first Tuesday after the first Monday yeah. in November. Yeah. Right. Like that. That's when we're blowing the whistle. And yeah, like you should it, right. be able, you should be able to score points up until the final whistle. Yeah, it would be like in the third quarter of a basketball game, being like, "All right, you guys can only play with four players now." Yeah. So what you I know. think they did here in Ohio is they had the early voting, where I think they had the booth, the voting booths open for like a full week leading up to, and you could just come anytime you wanted in that week. Right. I like that. Yeah, I think if we did it nationally, that'd be cool. But I mean, I'm a big I, fan of that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, you know, vote early. I have no problem with voting early. And like, voting, I, you know, I, I just don't like it, that. You know, like a massive scandal. Though. Like you might you might find out that that Joe Biden like has like, uh, you know, has 50,000 kittens like locked in his basement. And that thing might after leave. you voted. Yeah, after yeah. you voted. And it you could know, happen. Yeah. yeah so like, but, I, I just you know I'm what, in though? favor of more information. I, you know what, though? Like at the end of the day, that's always going to be a thing. Like whenever they set the, the rules for, there's always going to be timed scandals. Right. Yeah, I know. These things are released, like, purposely. But both campaigns, we're going to the sixth, and then the whistle is blown, and then we're done. Yeah. Right? And, and I don't think, like, we should be playing around with that timeline too much. Well, whether or not, like, fraud actually happened, it, it it's just a bad look uh-huh. when ballots are being counted, and then suddenly it's like, oh, here's some more. It's like, yeah. you know. That is just a bad look. I also want to make the record straight that I don't think that I, I'm not my pillow guy and thinking that Dominion <laughs> rigged the election. I I do not believe. What was the name of his movie? The the, movie. The, the the whole truth. He made like a movie. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know about this. Yeah, I think the inconvenient. Did he put it on no, Frank? It, Did he or put is it that on a different one? It could be that's the Al Gore one. Yeah. Or the, oh. yeah, the Al, yeah the Al Gore one. Did he put it on his Frank media plat or his? Uh, Social media platform. <laughs> it won the Razzie. It was a movie that won the Razzie. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Cool. No, I didn't know anything it. about it. I don't know if he uploaded it to Francis. <laughs> to Francis. <laughs> hey guys, hop on Frankie. Frank. <laughs> Absolute proof. Absolute, Absolute proof. proof. That's what the, that, the movie was called. It just makes me think I of mean, vodka. <laughs> I mean, I, you know what? <laughs> He doesn't have it. You just, you don't have it, bro. You just don't have it. You don't have the proof. You, you haven't even convinced me. What does it matter if there was fraud right no, now? It, like it, right now, oh, today. Yeah, there's nothing you could do now, I guess. No. What does it matter? We have a different yeah. president. Yeah. No, the thing is, if there was proof, you, the MyPillow guy, would not have it. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's the whole thing. But what if, just think for a second, that what Mike if? Lindell has, like, the proof. This is totally hypothetical. Yeah. But what if he does have it? Like, and we go, holy shit, the pillow guy had it the whole time. Well, where well, the fuck's he been? It's well, May 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, whoever leaked it, why the fuck are you giving it to the MyPillow yeah, guy? Yeah, why does... You know? Why does the pillow guy have the fucking proof? Oh, 
Oh my god. Yeah, it's, I it's, have the proof, but it's scattered among a thousand <laughs> yeah, pillows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a no, it's thousand like, lucky people. Five that'll blow your mind. <laughs> It, it would like be it would be like if you gave like proof of alien existence to Chicken Little, the fairy tale character. Yeah, yeah. like you know, it's literally like it's the worst possible person in terms of legitimacy you could give it to. It's Mike Lindell. Uh, uh, so Anywho. silly. Anywho, yeah. Well, we were gonna finish this bracket. I was hoping. I think you're- it's. A- I think it's over, isn't I, it? Well, what do we have left? Let's just we have let's just sixteen names. Let's just go through it quick. Seriously, you want to do it now? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. We're an hour and a half into the show. That's fine. Let's do bang it. it out. Let's bang it out. Let's get it done. So it's not hanging over our fucking head like a dark cloud okay. for the next podcast. Speed round. Speed. No round. debating. No arguing. We're just gonna vote. <laughs> oh shit! Let's oh just my do god! It. Let's just vote. <laughs> let's just do it. We have enough information. We talked about every show at length okay. last yes, round. We okay. have. We have. Let's try. Let's it. just do it. Let's let's you get, ready? Let's let's do the first one and let's see how it goes. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, I, now I feel like I gotta set this up. Not well, by the way. <laughs> yeah, That's no. my nope. Speed speed round. Let's play. This will do about as well as Bitcoin did today. <laughs> Alright. The uh the 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 nineteen nineties to twenty tens. Who wants to be a millionaire versus Fear Factor? My vote is who wants to be a millionaire. Oh, millionaire. This is easy. Fear Factor. <laughs> okay, doesn't matter. <laughs> millionaire, through to Mi- the Elite Eight. Millionaires, what? that's an easy one. Yes. Yeah. Give me. Next round. Legend of the Hidden Temple, which is coming back, by the way, on Quibi. It was going to come back on Quibi. Now it's coming to the CW. It's been rescued. So I heard today, just today, that it's an adult version. Yes. So it's going to be like American Ninja Warrior meets fucking Fear Factor Wipeout, I guess, is what I'm yes. thinking of. Not Fear Factor, Wipeout. Right. I love Versus that show. Deal or No Deal. Oh, Hidden Temple. Legend of Hidden Temple. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Hidden Temple. Wow. Legends yeah. in the that's Elite an upset. Eight. That's, that's yeah, shocking. That is an that upset. That is shocking. Okay. The, here's the thing. And maybe I said this before. Deal or No Deal was fun for about the first five episodes. And then you're like, oh, well, this is fucking exhausting. It's too many suitcases. Oh, That's my God. It's just get to the point. <laughs> you picked a suitcase now. Let's open it up. See what the fuck you want. Move on to the next person. It'd be, you, get- you know, it'd be way better if everything in the suitcases was not money. It was just something else. Right. That that you have to, like, try to value yourself. And yeah. when, the deal, when they make a deal with you, you have to be like, is all of this shit I won yeah. worth that amount of money? Right. So let's make a deal. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. What an idea. Turns out Monty Hall did it better. Okay, there you go. Uh, next, in the 70s, 80s uh, segment of the bracket, Wheel of Fortune versus Press Your Luck. Press Your Luck. Press Your Luck. Wow. Wheel of Fortune out. Gone. I agree with you. I think it is Press Your Luck. Yeah. It's true. And the Pyramid versus Family Feud. Family pyramid. Feud. Family Feud. Don't do this to me. Pyramid. Wow. Holy fuck. (laughs) This lightning round was a bad idea. Uh... You think this is helping his therapy? (laughs) Trying to be in control of everything? Just put him in the driver's seat. 
It was my childhood dream to be host of Family Feud. I have to take it. Oh, I got to go Family you Feud. Suck. Wow. I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to do it. <laughs> That's my thing. Bob Pyramid out. Crazy. Gone too soon. Uh, Jeopardy versus Let's Make a Deal. Let's Make a Deal. Let's Make a Deal. <sighs> I don't have the strength anymore. <laughs> my therapist told me to stop fighting. I, I understand. I understand, Nico, but Jeopardy is so boring. Oh, Fuck this off. is pure spite. <laughs> Listen, I'm letting go. It's been part of my therapy to let go. Let us go. go. Well, let I am go. honored to help you yeah, through I, I, your problems. I just don't think like Let's Make a Deal is a good enough show to beat it. I think like really? if Match Game beats it, that's fine. I just don't think like Jeopardy should go down to like what I think is kind of a disposable show. I mean, you make I'm it. I'm okay with giving it to Match Game next round, but I think like Jeopardy just for like the sake of the, you know, the bracket here, the sanctity. Ah. Yeah. Hmm. Whatever, though, I'm letting go. Let it go. Let it go. Newlywed game versus Match Game. Match Game. Match Game. Okay. <laughs> I can't that's believe fine. Jeopardy's gone, man, but that's all right. My OCD, I gotta let it go. <laughs> You are learning so many important lessons today. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Man. The Price is Right versus the sixty-four thousand dollars question. Price is Right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I agree. Uh, and then two panel shows here to tell the truth. And what's my line? What was the difference? I don't. I. I get. <laughs> like. Well, here's the bigger question. Are either of them going to get through the next round? No. <laughs> to tell the truth is the show where there's three people and one of them is the real Frank I am Frank Abagnale. Yeah. <laughs> I am Alpha. <laughs> and you and you interrogate. And then and then essentially what your line is that in reverse. It came out first, but it's that in reverse. It's you know who the person is. You just don't know what they're famous. And for. it's the panelist. Uh, but both have panelists. The celebrities both have not. panels doing questions. I like the one person one better. And I like the three person okay. one better, I think. So I will go to tell the truth. I literally don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I like the one, the one with Frank Abagnale. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Just, just because of Frank Abagnale. <laughs> I don't even know if Frank Abagnale was on the show. He was. But. Yes, he was. Okay. I am Alpha. Right. Walking Dead, by the way. <laughs> For people who don't get that. All right. To tell the truth through. Okay. All right. Wow. Just fucking bodies just scattered around this place. <laughs> <laughs> just the, the corpses We've got of our two, two people tied to a chair. We're just slitting throats. <laughs> yep, we are. <laughs> Reckless abandon. Uh, okay. Yeah, th- th- this is like the fucking the the baseball bat episode of Walking Dead. It's like the Red Wedding right now. <laughs> yeah. Like this is just all at once we're taking out these characters. Yep. It's crazy. It is. Um, <sighs> all right, who wants to be a millionaire versus Legends of the Hidden Temple? Hidden Temple. I'll do it. <laughs> wow. I really have Chaos. To, I really have to go with Millionaire here. The Regis version of Millionaire is I just love it. I like Millionaire. Yeah. Uh 
I, I mean, like props and lights and sounds. <laughs> I know. Legends of the Hidden Temple is so fucking good. I just like props. The problem I have with Temple is that there were so many shows where nobody won anything. Mm. Oh, I like that. Put yeah. the, that's high stakes there. I guess you're right. I do love Legends of the Hidden Temple, though. Love it. It's a cult classic. It definitely. is a cult classic. And it got a lot further than anyone thought it would. Yeah. You know? It already went through two upsets. It's, it's I think, a six seed in the bracket. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Millionaire, I don't know. Like, it it reinvigorated the game show genre. It like did. It, and kind of invented reality TV. And also, Regis is my hero. Yeah. And, it, uh, it really yeah. did just kind of, like, strip down game shows to their bare essence. It, it, just question, just answer. The high right. tension... 1999 fucking you know event television at Mm. for a game show you know Mm -hmm. here's two week here's two 10 episodes that we're gonna play monday through friday for two weeks and that's all you've been on the set i have for um like a mini show oh i'd love to I, i was on for a who wants to be a millionaire um but not like the live television televised. Yeah, it was like this. It was the same show, but it was not televised. I see. It, it was, was a to- touring version, right? Yeah. 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 And so you're in the stands and you're listening to the questions. And you get to vote when they ask for lifelines. Cool. It was really, really fun. Yeah. Actually, where what is it? Where was it? God, I not even sure. I remember. I think I feel like it was at Disney or something like that. Oh, it could have been. They Same. did an American Idol thing at Disney, too. I think I was at Disney World as a kid with my family. Wow. I, I and by the way, I have been to an actual taping of Deal or No Deal. Yeah, I used Ooh. to tape in Connecticut. Yeah, I, I went years ago. This is maybe like ten years ago. Yeah, um, and it was, of course, the coolest fucking thing in the world. Well, of course it was. But is it as boring uh, on taping as it is on TV? Oh, it's got to be more boring. <laughs> no, it's it's well, okay. Here, here's first of all, the thing about TV audiences is they don't charge you for admission. Right, it's free. Yeah, they put out the call because they but want the reason, bodies. They want bodies in right. there. Right, they they put out the call, and the reason why is because no one would ever pay for this right. because they get to treat you like fucking herded cattle. Yeah, it was raining that day, and they were behind schedule. They we were supposed to stay for five shows. They only had time for three because they were so behind schedule. And it was the half hour daytime version of Dealer No Deal. So they they switched to daytime. Who was and hosting? Howie Mandel was still okay. hosting. He did the daytime version. Um, and w- they didn't have the models holding the cases. They had the other contestants holding the cases. That ah. was the change that they made. Um, and uh, so we waited outside in the rain all day, like in a tent. And then I think we got there maybe at like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning. And we finally got into taping at like 5 or 6. Ugh. It was raining the whole day. Oh my! And of God. course, because, you know, my family wanted to please me because it was I was the whole reason why we went. Um you know, they were like, all right, we'll wait it out, wait it out, wait it out. And it was fun when we got in there, but it's weird. There's no sound effects, obviously. Right. You kind of see the, you know, you see how the sausage is made. You yeah. see like the, the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain. Yeah. And, um, but it, it, it was a ton of fun. I mean, I, it screaming. would be a blast. It would be a blast. You I have would... a guy at the beginning that amps you up. They like hire like a comic or like yeah. a motivational speaker at the beginning to get the audience pumped up. I wouldn't wait that long, though. Yeah. If I yeah. can't it, walk in and sit down and watch a taping. And then get up mm-hmm. and walk out after the episode's done. Fuck that. Yeah. I don't have the patience. Yeah. I almost went to a, a Rachel Ray taping, too, a couple oh. years ago. Because my brother loves Rachel Ray. <laughs> oh, that's we cute. almost went, but we didn't We didn't go. Um, but yeah. Okay. Millionaire. I'm voting for millionaire. All right. Okay. Uh, oh, God. Let's do this later. Let's make a deal versus match game. <laughs> let's Let's skip the other one for now. This is a tough one for me. 
I I don't want to go first. I will vote match game. Uh, I think match game, although it was like a right time, right place show, still holds up. It's yeah. still funny. It, it, the game is like low-key good. Um, it's just some of the most entertaining television you'll ever watch. It's not like a great game no. show in terms of like, you know, the strategy of it all. No. Um, but as a TV product, you like, you don't get any better I, than this. And there's like nothing more seventies in it. No, I agree. I, yeah. I, I'm going to defer to Nick on this because I will vote for let's make a deal because I love the zonks and the, just the chaos that let's make a deal. And, and I can't even think of the original host right now. Monty Hall. Monty Hall. Just I'm excellent. Not, I'm not big on the zonks, man. Love it. I love it when people think that they're going to get a new bedroom set and it's a fucking <laughs> donkey pulling a cart of apples. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm not big on the zonks. I'm going to have to put it aside. Mm. That's all right. All right. I, I'm not disappointed by that, honestly. I think I think at the end of the day, the better game has won between those two. But I do love Let's Make a Deal. Brett, Charles, and Richard, man. Are yeah. Just, they're like my family. Yeah. You know? I can't vote against them. Yeah. Uh, Price is right versus to tell the truth. Is there even a question here? Did, did Bob Barker host to tell the truth or was he on? Was there a connection there? He was probably a panelist a bunch of times. Okay. He was on the match game too a bunch. I mean, yeah. all those guys w- that were in that circle. Yeah. They they just, you know, if you were on TV, you were on all these shows. Yeah. No, this is a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah, to tell the truth for sure. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Price is right? Price is right. Yes. Okay. Um, and then let's just do this. Uh, Rob's favorite television show of all time, Pressure Luck. Versus uh, Family Feud. Where are we going here? Pressure luck. Family Feud. Oh, no. (laughs) Guys, stop. Stop. Don't do this to me. (laughs) I love Family Feud. I really do. I hate Family Feud. (laughs) (laughs) I literally... I know. I don't like Family Feud. Richard Dawson was about the only thing good about Family Feud. Louis Anderson is a close second, but the game (laughs) is terrible. The fucking game is awful. Survey says. <laughs> oh. I mean, all my favorites have been kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I'm uh, fine. All right, Rob, I'll give it to you. Your, uh, your passion, your passion for this show. I will. I can. It cannot be denied. It cannot be denied. The, I have the a, love that you two have for each other. I have other. a Michael Larson T-shirt hanging up right here in front of me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. There it goes. Uh, final four. You know what I think we should do? I think we should narrow it down to two, and then we should like. No, we can't give the listeners blue I balls. We, I think we got to do that. No, we cannot get it down to two, and then we finish it next week. No, no, we finish. Tonight. March Madness is expanding to June. No, we finish <laughs> tonight. We're at the final four. We can knock out the best final. I mean, we can we can pick okay. a best here. All right. The Price is Right versus Match Game. Two iconic franchises. Oh, man. This is tough. This is tough. I mean, my gut tells me the Price is Right. 
Why does your gut tell you that? Uh, because I feel like it's more mainstream and more accepted into the mainstream than Match Game ever was. True. True. I think just But I think you can make the argument that that makes Match Game more charming. I agree. I agree. You know? Price is Right is definitely the, you know, you're homesick right. with the flu on a, on a Tuesday. Right. And, you know, you're, you're watching Price is Right. Yeah. That's what you're watching. And then The Young and the Restless comes on. Right. <laughs> um, my vote's match game here. Wow. I, I, have a, I have a softer spot for the cult classics, I think. I, I have to say I'm okay with either one of these advancing. I am also, I am also okay with either one. Uh, I think Price is Right is definitely the safer choice, put it that way. Yeah. It's the chalkier I, I, choice. I like the Price is Right for the multitude of games. Like, there is so many creative and fun games that have come out of the Price is Right. I mean, And it doesn't get stale for that reason. No. Exactly. Because they're constantly inventing new ones. But, uh, but, but see, that's wh- why I would argue that Match Game also works is because it's not game-driven. It's joke-driven. Right. And you don't get bored with hearing new jokes. No. No. Know? But the questions are quite dumb on match game. Well, yeah, which is the point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I guess uh, I, I have mean, to go with so my is personal experience. So is fucking watching a guy yodeling up a cliff. Yodeling. <laughs> yodeling. <yo. laughs> yeah. I, I just have more personal memories with prices. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to go there. Okay. Price is right. Price is right. Want to close that door, buddy? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know why people. I don't know who's screaming in my house. (laughs) I don't know who it could be. Uh, All right, Price is Right is in the finals, and it goes up against either Who Wants to Be a Millionaire or Pressure Love. This is tough. This is brutal. This is brutal. This is a brutal final four, man. I, I mean, honestly, I'd be okay with any one of these four shows winning for sure. For sure. Although Jeopardy should have been there, but that's besides the point. Jeopardy was here way longer than it should have been. (laughs) You were just digging in. I wasn't even going to make that fucking harsh (laughs) comment. Oof. (laughs) I think Game Show Network, by the way, did a list of the greatest game shows of all time, and I think they made Match Game their number one. Really? And I I think... Knock that shit out of our list then. And TV Guide made the prices right number one. Knock both of those off our fucking list then. We can't be like (laughs) anybody else. Unacceptable. What else is left? Well, Pressure Luck and Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah. I I think I... Wow. I hate picking a newer show, but I just feel like the second Millionaire came out, it was a classic. And we're going to think about it as a classic Uh in 20 years from now. Um, And it's just the most tense... Well produced, like the the set is great, the music is great, the game is great, the lifelines are great, the host is great. Even Everything. the Meredith Vieira episodes were great. Yeah, she was fine. She was great, actually. Great moments. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, Pressure Luck had its awesome contestants and its awesome moments, and 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 Pressure Luck will always be famous for the Michael Larson shit, and you know the the crazy woman contestant that. You know, her arm flat, fat was flabbing through the air. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to go with who wants to be a millionaire here. Wow. I really do. I think it's the better game show. Now, I agree. I think it's but the better game show. 
when we did our television theme song bracket, all those popular fucking songs, the MASH theme, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which was, we, we immediately cast that shit aside and we're just like, we're making DuckTales the but best the theme song of all time. DuckTales is the best theme song of all time. We made a statement with it and I just feel like Press Your Luck of these four would be the least safe choice and would be the most no. us choice. True. Because Pressure Luck is, you know, it's part of like the DNA of this podcast. Yeah. But I agree with you. I do think the right thing to do is put Millionaire through. But I mean, what is our ending song? It's not DuckTales. Mm. It's Matlock. It's Matlock. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, DuckTales is the superior song, but Matlock is always going to be the lifeblood of the show. Same as Pressure Luck. But I do feel like if we did Fresh Prince of Bel-Air versus like cheers in the finals like that would have been a disingenuous like we wouldn't have let our freak flag fly if we had done that i agree you know what i'm I saying see what you're saying and i agree so for that reason my vote is pressure luck <laughs> for that reason alone even though i acknowledge that the other show is better yeah and i think that's the only appropriate way look we fucking knocked out jeopardy in the second round so, like, at this point, all bets are off, man. You know? Let's just go nuts with it. <laughs> I don't want to pick Press Your Luck, though. I really don't. <laughs> I like what you're saying. I like, I love, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Rob, uh, what's your official vote? I never really watched a lot of Press Your Luck is the problem. I, I Press Your Luck will always have a great place in my heart. And if I had to sit down and pick which one I would watch, because I'm such a fucking nerd for it, it would always be Pressure Luck. But I love Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I think Who Wants to Be the Millionaire, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, is the better game show. Okay. But because I'm a freak, yeah, I'll agree with you. Pressure Luck. All right. Wow. The whammy is in the finals. Yep. And I'll just tell you right now, that's my pick for the winner. Awesome. Over the price is right. Over the think? price is right. Well, I think pressure luck is way better than the price is right. Push it through. We did it. Look at that. <laughs> look at that. I wanted Rod Roddy here. Where's Rod Roddy? <laughs> Love it, man. I'm happy with that. Yeah. I am too. By the way, I'm pretty sure when I saw uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I'm pretty sure it was with Meredith Vieira. Oh, so oh, it probably was a real taping. No, but it wasn't a taping. I know for a fact they didn't tape it. Hmm. God, they, they like give these people cocaine before they get on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I love Rod I know. R.I.P. Well, both of them. 
They're both dead. Uh, I mean, all these people are gone. Yeah. Yeah, all these. Peter Tamarkin was killed in a plane accident, though. Yes. Oh, my God. He'd still be alive. He was like. He hosted a really cool show. I think it was like an ABC family or something. And it, it, it was like essentially one versus 100 before one versus 100. And it was just as the internet was taking off. Really? I forget what it was called. It was like really entertaining. And it had like an awesome set. Um, he. What was that? Thing I, I'm just looking. Paranoia. Paranoia, really? Look at this set of Paranoia. It's one of the great game show sets. I got to find this. Paranoia. Fox Family three times a week? I think that is what it was. What Essentially, it, um, the host and the contestant, I think this is the show, like were put on these cranes, and the cranes were pushed out over a giant like pit. It's like dog eat dog. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was even it was like a little even it was scarier than that. Live coast to coast, America plays. It was Paranoia. live. You're playing from yes, because they would have contestants playing at home. Would... You're connected by yeah. internet and by telephone. You're all <laughs> battling one studio. What a You're connected Paranoia. by internet. It starts now. Interesting. But isn't that set awesome? It is awesome. Like, do you see how the they had to like walk, they would walk onto this platform and the platform would extend yep. over this like black hole. Yeah. And they were in like a cage. That looks like an expensive set. Yeah. I don't remember anything about the game, but I remember the set being just dope. And they were just surrounded by these screens as if you were in the like yep. World Wide Web in the Internet Superhighway. The Internet connected by Internet. You know, speaking of what Rob, you watched um, that that documentary, Werner Herzog, right? Oh yes, I did. Lo and behold, he watched Lo and Behold. He told us I did watch Lo and Behold. We did that on the other show. Yeah. Well, I watched it because you brought it up on the the show that you and I did our solo Mm -hmm. show, right? Yeah. I mean, it it's a great documentary. It, it it asks questions that don't need to be asked. I mean, <laughs> of course. <laughs> like what what did he ask? He asked these two the, the MRI specialists, and they does said, the internet dream of itself? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, does the internet dream of itself, or could the internet dream of itself? And these guys <laughs> sat there in stunned silence. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, they sat there for an, like an awkward amount of time and he goes, you know, that's a really good question. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's not a really good question. It's a dumb question. It's a stupid question. <laughs> it's so good. Well, it, it, he asked the one guy that that programs the robots that play soccer. Do you love it? Do you love it? <laughs> Do you love the robot? Yeah, I do. I do were love they the robot. Listen- were they listening to Elvis? <laughs> this guy's the best, dude. He's also, I hate hero. him. I hate him. I won't watch another documentary with him. Oh, Grizzly Man. You have to watch I Grizzly mean, Man. I think I've seen Grizzly Adore Man. Grizzly I think Man. I have seen Grizzly Man. Oh, my God. That, you that have to destroy this. <laughs> destroy this. You must destroy this tape. No one must listen to this tape. <laughs> Fucking Werner. That's my dude. I wish that they would have spent more time, though, in the radio exclusion zone. 
Because I love seeing... Because you love Better Call Saul. Well, no, it's not even that. It's those people are fucking nuts. They're yeah, they're yeah. out of their fucking mind. It's total bullshit. Yeah. It's total- and Werner kind of humors them, too. Yeah, he does. But so these people are scared of electromagnetism. Yet here's a camera crew with... Like a shit ton of power. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. There's a camera crew with a shit ton of power and microphones everywhere. Camera. Oh my god, why did that not come up, Nick? On the other show. <laughs> and like, you're filming them with a camera. Yeah, you're filming them with a camera crew, but and they're fine. They're just like, oh, you know, we're at really we're at peace here. It's so peaceful. I lay on the ground because the earth gives off seven hertz. It's, <laughs> you're nuts you're absolutely nuts wow that is i think hilarious. the idea was that it couldn't be like connected to the like internet or to what to like cell phone towers or something like i think just having a camera to them was okay i see what you're saying so i i see it's the radio waves being passed yeah around but the there area. are definitely radio waves coming out of those cameras <laughs> well, but and especially like the way Better Call Saul portrays this issue yeah. is like just a fucking battery, not even like plugged into anything. Just a battery right. would yeah. be enough. Right. Right. Which, yeah, I think the show took a few liberties and with yeah, this made maybe. up disease. But yeah, <laughs> took a few liberties with this made up I, fucking bullshit. I can go outside here because oh, Chuck, there, man. There, there's Chuck. radio waves everywhere. Even in that radio exclusion zone, there is radio radiation, or whatever you right. want to call it. It's there. Mm. They just think. Yeah, I mean, if you're using lav mics, right? If you're yeah. using a, a boom setup, yeah, be, yeah, that's not all plugged into each but other. But even even there's radio waves from outer space coming down. Why do right. you think that anten- that huge dish antenna is there? What it, what's right. it doing? No, it's, they're saying that's sucking it up. That that's their argument. That all of the radio oh waves God. in the it's air like are a being sponge. Are yeah, sucked up like a sponge, and so around <sighs> that area, everything is safe. It's not though. If that was the case, just put a satellite dish in your house. Yeah, it's not though, because there's radio uh, waves from there's ra- there's satellites above you blasting the ground. You know what should be our next bracket? <laughs> stop! I'm stopping you right there. Yeah. No, this yeah, is a great idea. Right I am stopping this is an you incredible right idea. There. Yeah, our next bracket. Should like Bill Burr says, right? We need seventy percent of you need to walk into the ocean. We're gonna decide who those seventy percent are. Ooh. We're gonna categorize people into various <laughs> no, groups. Stop. <laughs> stop it right now. Stop it right uh, now, baby Hitler. Stop it right did, fucking now. Have you recently had some art rejected by, the bit by your ends peers? Now, Nick. The bit ends today. <laughs> Have you recently had some beautiful art rejected by your peers <laughs> and kicked out of art school? Oh, God. Uh. All right. At the eighth seed, it's the Koreans versus the four. The Hasidic Jews. No, it won't be things like that. It'll be like, did you like Star Wars Episode Eight or not? <laughs> you know, the correct answer is... <laughs> Guys that wear a mask in their own car. By yeah, themselves. right. Yeah. Exactly. You're out. <laughs> uh, the yeah. Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> gone. No, I, I, no. I just wish they would have spent that. It was a good documentary. I, I 
Yeah, it just yeah, it's just Werner's nuts. It just asks He's questions a loon, dude. that didn't need answers. The, the great thing about that doc is that Werner Herzog is interviewing Elon Musk, who is the craziest man alive. Yeah. And somehow Elon Musk is not the craziest person in that room. Yeah. You know that that it, it's great. It's great. Yeah, you don't watch a Werner doc to like learn something about the material. No, it's just, you're there to learn about Werner. I, I won't watch another one of his though. I just I, I, I love that man. I could listen to that man talk all I, day. You, I sh- can't. you should watch. There's one about um, Loch Ness. <laughs> <laughs> now you're you now you're really tapping into my heart here because I but would I'm love, being honest. I would love Werner to watch. has a Werner has a doc about Loch Ness oh, about would, Nessie. Not, I would, not, well, not really a doc. Well, it's kind of a doc. It, it's a yeah. Okay, you should check it out. Incident at Loch Ness is what it's called. Uh, I doubt that I will. Okay. <laughs> because I can't listen to him for another hour. You must destroy this tape. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> oh. Wow. wow. This is fun. This was a good two hour show. Jesus Christ. Well, we hadn't done one as a group in a while because no. I've been busy and just an overall diva. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but jokes on you guys, the contract negotiations worked. You know, I held out. I let Rob and Nick get a taste of what life was like without Nico. And uh, they you came still to published the, the episode. You edited and put that they out. They came I to mean. the bargaining table and jokes on them, man. You know, it's all about leverage, man. He it's now has 60 percent stake in the two cents fortune. <laughs> yeah. And debt. Meanwhile. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. 100 percent of the debt. Uh, no, this was fun. Another March Madness in the books. <laughs> another May Madness in the books. Oh, I have another great podcast bracket idea. Oh. We rank random Rorschach plots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we have to try to describe them through audio. Because You know what, guys? We peaked with the theme song uh, bracket. We we peaked. We we blew our load early on that one. <laughs> you might be right. Yeah. Join but. the Discord. Uh, link is in the description for this. Chat with us. Um, and go to our YouTube channel. I've been posting videos every week, having a fun time with it. Hey. I've become an avid fan of Nico's uh, YouTube channel. Everybody should be be a fan. Check well, out links everybody. on our website, twocentsradio.com. <laughs> Love you. See you guys next week. Bitcoin 51K, baby! <laughs>